With working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis? It's impossible to do it all, yet we're asked to each day. Listen to hear how one high-wire woman, Rosanna Berardi, stays on the high wire while managing a busy law firm, a consulting business, teaching at a law school, parenting her 14-year-old son, and maintaining a happy and healthy marriage. Let Rosanna show you how to make sense of your life and stay on that high wire. Hello, High Wire Woman. It's Rosanna Berardi here today with a special guest from India. Jatsna Ramachandran is going to tell us all about how she found the time as a busy High Wire woman, a working professional, to write a book and to teach others how to do that. So welcome. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much, Rosanna, for having me on your show. It's a pleasure. And before we get started, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with all of the Indian nationals facing the COVID crisis. Before we hit the play button here, we were talking about just all of the difficulties that COVID has wreaked upon India. So we're certainly rooting for your country. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So tell us a little bit about you. Tell us the one minute story of your life. Well, I was a new mom when I was running a staff recruitment agency and becoming a mom changed my life completely because I decided that I need to do something differently in order to be a successful businesswoman. And I had to work from home. So I decided to start an online business, which will give me the flexibility. And while looking for various options to start an online business, I came across this concept of Kindle publishing through Amazon. This was seven years ago. And within six months, I published 50 different books under different pen names written by other writers, not by me. And then it gave me the confidence to write my book called Job Escape Plan. And that book changed my life completely because then people started reaching out to me, asking for my help, wanting to interview me and all of that. And that gave me the motivation to start Happy Self-Publishing because I realized there are so many people who are aspiring authors and they didn't know the next steps to take to become an author. And I had all these tools and resources with me. So I put all that together and I started Happy Self-Publishing five years ago. So we have helped more than uh, 500 authors from 35 countries so far. Wow, that's incredible. So I'm a business person. I own my own law firm. That's my day job. And I do lots of media and website and social media. But everyone says to me, you need to write a book. Why do I need to write a book? Great question, uh, uh, Rosanna, because I feel anybody who is adding value to other people's life and talking about it is a thought leader. You could blog about it. You could tweet about it. You could do a webinar about it. All those are different levels of thought leadership. But the number one ultimate level of thought leadership is to condense all that expertise in the form of a book, which is easy for people to consume and it will give people the perception that you are the number one authority. You could have the same content spread across 20 different YouTube videos, but the moment you have it as a book, you are considered as the best person to talk about that subject. So that's how the world looks at authors. So why not take advantage of that and write a book? Yes. So as a person that can barely get her car washed (laughs) because I have no time, (laughs) and most of my listeners are like you and I, they're busy working women. Walk us through like, I mean, you've done this. You've done it with 500 authors. How do you write a book in this day and age? Like when I think of writing a book, I think about sitting at my laptop for hours and hours and hours and trying to remember all these things I did. And Hmm. what do you recommend for someone like me that might want to get started? Sure. So there are two ways of doing this. One is the traditional way, which you just mentioned, which is to type in the laptop. 
but that can also be optimized if it's done the right way. If you choose the right topic, create a clear outline and have that one hour of time scheduled in your calendar every day and probably also have an accountability partner and a writing track sheet to track your progress. These are some daily habits that I teach my clients. Then I think in 30 to 60 days, you can still write your book provided you put in that one hour of time every day. So that's the traditional way. This is great because it's a nice fulfilling experience. Initially, it could be hard, but if you get into that discipline, it is possible. Okay, so traditional one hour a day, 60 to 90 days, have an outline and have somebody say, hey, are you writing today? Or hey, how far have you gotten? So that's traditional. Okay, so tell me non-traditional. Yeah, just to add to the traditional way, if you really need a professional to support you, you could hire a book coach who could be your accountability partner as well. But in addition to that, they would review your work. They would provide feedback. They would critique it. And they would also guide you if you're getting stuck somewhere. So that's something that I highly recommend. Even if you want to write your book yourself, but you've given up after a couple of tries, then hire a book coach and they would support you. So that's one method. The other option, which which has now become my favorite option, because that's what I help a lot of my clients do, is through this process called angel writing. Now, when you work with an angel writer, they take off a lot of the workload from your plate. Because as an author, I feel you need not necessarily be a great writer. Writing is a different skill. Authoring is a different one. As an author, you just have to have useful information, knowledge, stories, or a message to share through your book. So that's what you contribute to the book. But you can work with an angel writer who could just like how you're doing this podcast interview can sit with you for multiple sessions and interview you using the outline as the guideline for interviewing. They could record the entire conversation. And after every interview, they can go back and write the book using your voice and not losing your true essence. They can write it for you. And then you can just give them feedback and they can completely take care of the writing, which makes it a lot easier, especially for people who are already successful and busy. Wow. So even the title, Angel Writer, like that attracts me right away. That's someone that's just going to make this easier for me. I just have to talk, which I love to do, and it's easy, and I know my stories. And so that person, we can do it, I'm assuming, remotely. We can have a Zoom call with an angel writer. Absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of times your angel writer may not be in your city, but they may have some inclination for your book topic. So you need to have the right angel writer for the right book. So that match is really important. They should be interested in your topic and they should have some experience in writing similar books. Then it makes it a lot easier. And I'm glad you actually asked me about the word angel writer because I intentionally call them angel writers because in the past I have worked with a lot of ghost writers. They do a good job. But I never yes. felt that those books were my books, you okay. know, because I would just give them a topic and they would do their own research and put together a book, which is a different ball game altogether. Sure. But angel writing is different. It actually will feel like it's your book. It's not that you're giving away your baby to somebody else sure. because it's your, your message that gets converted into words by this writer. And I know you have clients all over the world, 500 authors, 35 different countries. If you go down the road of angel writing, what does it normally take from a timing perspective from, you know, the first time I send you an outline to when I'm going to see a book? Does that take a year? Does that take six months? Like, what does the time frame look like? So we have a program called Impact Amplifier, which is divided into 
two parts. One is the writing part and the other is the publishing and marketing part. So for the writing, with the help of an angel writer, it takes three months. And typically the arrangement is a call every week with the author for 12 weeks. So that's three months. That's how long it typically takes to do the first draft and get the feedback from the author. And then comes the publishing where you need to design the book's cover. The book needs to be edited by a professional editor and proofreader. You have to do the interior design, have it uploaded to Amazon in using different formats, and then do all the marketing to make it a bestseller. So that takes another three months. So if you have a rough idea and you haven't written a single word, but if you just follow a tried and tested method, then in six months time, you can actually hold the copy of your book. That's incredible. So your company, Happy Self Publishing, which steps do you help with? All of these. Oh, perfect. You're an all-in-one, one-stop job. <laughs> That's great. So, you know, everyone says, oh, I have a book on the Amazon bestseller list. And I'm like, really? How do you do that? How does that work? Or yeah. can you not tell me that? <laughs> no, I would love to uh, reveal the secrets. It's actually not a secret. Everybody kind of knows it, but it's very time-taking task to implement it, which is why a lot of people are happy to outsource it. So yeah. this is how it works. We need to understand the Amazon algorithm first. So every one hour, Amazon comes up with a list of the top 100 books in every single category. So when somebody says they are number one in Amazon, it doesn't mean they are number one in the overall Amazon store. They could be number one in a smaller subcategory. And the good part is if it's New York Times or Wall Street Journal, you, you have to be number one in an entire week. But Amazon oh. is nice. You, you can just be number one in one hour and it will still be considered as number one. So what does wow. it take? So every hour, Amazon sees the number of books that are sold and the book that has sold the maximum during that one hour gets the first spot and the second highest gets the second spot. So as an author, you need to be smart in choosing the right categories. Amazon has plenty of categories and uh, subcategories and they let you choose, put your book in multiple categories. So let's say you've written a self-help book. Instead of putting it in the overall self-help category, you could actually look at smaller categories like happiness, inner child. So that way, the book it. is okay. in relevant categories, but you're not competing against you know, or Tony Robbins or somebody like that sure, who has sure. just launched their book. So it's really difficult to outbeat that book. But if you can pick the right categories, which are not that competitive, you could stand a chance there. That's one important thing. The second thing is you need to send a lot of traffic to your Amazon page, specifically within that stipulated period of time. Otherwise, what happens is if you just tell your friends and your followers to buy, they may just buy at any time, which sure. will not really count for your sales to reach the number one position. So you need to tell your followers to buy your book on a particular day. I usually run the promotion for about eight days. That gives okay. us enough time to have not just your followers, but other people's followers. Like if you are collaborating with other experts, you can promote it to their audiences. You could partner with a lot of promotional websites who can promote your book. So that way you're getting all the traffic possible to your book within a week's time. So a combination of all these efforts will ensure that your book reaches the number one position. Wow, that's incredible. Who knew? It seems like such a daunting task to say that, oh, I have a number one bestseller on Amazon. But who knew there was all that methodology behind it? And thank God for Amazon because New York Times, like that's the real deal, right? Like that takes a long yeah. time to and get And you to need that a traditional platform. publisher. But for a self-publishing author, Amazon is great. That's amazing. Okay, so let's say hypothetically, we have a high wire woman listening. She's always wanted to write a book about 
shattering the glass ceiling in her industry and all of her stories. She contacts you, you hook her up with an angel writer, everything gets done. It's published on Amazon. How do you use that book as a tool for furthering your brand, your business? How do you use that as an entree for additional work and publicity? Yeah, this is such a great question because most of my clients write a book because they want to use the book as a lead magnet for their business. And this cannot come as an afterthought after the book is published. We need to start preparing for this right from the first conversation with the author, even before the book is written. So there are a few things that an author needs to keep in mind. When you publish your book on Amazon, Amazon is not going to tell you who the readers are. Even if you sell a million copies, you will not know the names and email IDs of people who are buying the book. Ah. So you need to deploy a couple of strategies to do that. One way to do that is what I call the pull method, where you give enough reasons for the reader to get in touch with you. So you throughout the book, don't just talk about your story and journey, but also talk about how you are helping your clients. Some case studies, some testimonials, some anecdotes from your life, which prove that you are the real deal and the expert in the subject. So people know that it's not just about the book, but after the book, they can get in touch with you and find out more about your program. So talk about that everywhere, right from the introduction, talk about all that and also have an about the author page, which has all the contact information. A lot of times people have a small blurb at the back of the book talking about what they do, which is not enough. Have a one page about you at the end of the book where people can reach out to your website. So people who are in urgent need for help will use this pull method because they get pulled towards your into your universe. However, there is this other important thing, which is the push method, because not everybody who reads your book will immediately get in touch with you. They will close the sure. book and forget about it. So then what you need to do is you need to plant reader magnet inside the book, which is basically a, a value upgrade. You can give checklist, an assessment, a three-part video series, something that's easy for people to download and consume, and it can give them a quick win. So this is something that an author needs to plan in advance so they can have it, again, put in multiple places in the book, in the beginning, in the end, and somewhere in the middle, so the reader doesn't miss this lead magnet. They click the link, go and give their name and email so they can become a part of your universe. So this is the first uh, important step to actually use the book as a lead magnet to generate leads. But the book first of all, should be related to the business. That's another important thing. For example, I would have a client who would probably be a lawyer, but then they would write a book on parenting. So you can't really expect that to bring you clients for your law firm. Sure, right. So your book has to be related to your business and it has to fall into the author funnel. So right on top of the funnel is the book. Then comes this lead magnet, which helps people to follow you. But then you need to give continue the conversation after the book, either through your podcast, blog, or videos, which I call as the free value level in the funnel. Sure. So, so keep giving more value, let them love your content, and then have a paid value level, which is not that expensive. It could be a $97 membership or a, a small mini course or something like that. Sure. And then have your most premium thing, which is the premium value level. It could be a one-on-one -on -one consultation, or it could be your uh, done-for-you service, something of that sort, so that everything falls into the author funnel and the book becomes the first step to actually attract your premium clients. That's so amazing and interesting to me because my husband always says to me that I'm a marketer's dream. So like I'm the person, I hear the podcast, I buy the book, and then I'm like, oh, I want to be in this person's, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. So I go in and, 
but I don't realize that's all strategic and that's all planned in advance, (laughs) right? I'm just a consumer saying, oh, I love this. And now I'm following this guy's podcast and now here's his book. And now I'm taking his boot camp or his one-on-one course. And I never thought about how that's all made and put together. So that's fantastic. So happy self-publishing can take you from beginning to end in terms of getting that book, creating it, promoting it, and having it turn into a source of revenue for businesses. Absolutely. Yeah. That's amazing. So the pandemic's been tough, very, very tough on working women, very, very tough on all of us trying to work from home. Tell me what your biggest lesson from this pandemic has been. Like what, what have you learned? Well, luckily for me, Rosanna, I have been working from home for the last eight years. So I already have a perfect system to work from home. So that way my business did not get affected because actually more people were writing books during the pandemic because they've got time off. So in that front, things were great. But the real lesson that I learned was that my kids were at home, my husband was at home. So I realized how cluttered my house was, which I never Mm. realized before because I would just work from my cubicle in the house and I would not bother (laughs) about the rest of the house. But now that the whole family is here, I realized that I need to declutter. So last year around this time, I started the process. I watched Marie Kondo's videos, <laughs> started implementing all of that. And now my you know, life is a lot more simpler and joyful is what I would say. And I would thank the pandemic for this. Otherwise, I wouldn't have taken the time off to do this. Yeah, it's amazing how much clutter we have surrounding us on a day-to-day basis. And when you're super busy, and you know, you're in and out of your house, you're not really thinking about it. But when you're living with it, like we did during the pandemic, I mean, getting rid of so much stuff is so therapeutic. And like right now in my office, I have a little too much clutter and it's making me crazy. So my goal by the end of this week is to get rid of some of that because I think clearer, I function better, feels exactly. therapeutic. I give most of it away. So that's happy. So I, I'm with you on that. So what's your one thing that you can't live without? Like when you wake up, you're like, I have to do this one thing or else my whole day will be shot. What's your one thing? Do you want to say something that's inspiring to the audience or the honest truth? The honest truth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have this, my way of making a herbal tea. And I have that twice a day. I actually started it during the pandemic because in India, you you have all these herbs and spices. And a lot of people said that that will help you keep COVID away. So I thought instead of having that in water, let me just add some tea. And I discovered this recipe and I'm, I simply fell in love with it. So I can't do without it now. I have that twice a day. Wow, that's amazing. Well, that's great. And hopefully it helps you stay healthy and boost your immune system and all that good stuff. Well, that's great. So I'm super excited that we met. I'm super excited to have you on my podcast. This is something that's always been on my list of things to do. And this year might be the year that I actually pull the trigger. So if there are listeners like me that are like, okay, I can do this. I know somebody now that can facilitate this and help me. How can they get in touch with you? How do we learn more info? Tell us all of that good information. Sure. I think taking the first step is the most important step because once you get started, then you get into that momentum to finish the project. So recently I started something called Happy Authors Tribe, which is our a Facebook community for aspiring authors. And inside the tribe, I conduct Author Success Bootcamp, which is a five-day live bootcamp with me, just 30 minutes a day for five days. So uh, if you want to check it out, that'll be, I think that'll be a great starting point. 
we are going to have one in the next few weeks. So just head over to happyselfpublishing.com forward slash tribe. It will take you to our Facebook page. Just join our community and you will get intimation when we have the next bootcamp. That's amazing. So in your tribe, so people from all around the world, all different countries? Oh, yes, absolutely. That's amazing. Well, I'm super excited. I'm going to be doing that. So listeners, it's happyselfpublishing.com. That's the main website. But if you're interested in the tri- in the tribe, just do forward slash tribe and you'll see also on Facebook, it's Happy Authors Tribe. Well, thank you for being here and taking time out of your busy schedule and inspiring all of us. Highwire Women, we do have time to do these things. Remember, it's about finding somebody delegating it, simplifying it, and getting it done. So until next time, thank you so much for being here and stay on that high wire. Thanks for being here today. Thank you so much, Rosanna.